listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers, seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation, and perhaps discover your own understory. Hello listeners, I'm Carly, an environmental ed major at the University of Stevens Point. Uh, Today I'll be sharing a story about my first backpacking experience. So I was a freshman in college at the time, uh, going to Stevens Point University. They organize these backpacking trips for new students. It's an opportunity to meet other freshmen with similar interests. There's about six other students going. Uh, The backpacking trip was about 50 miles in total in the upper peninsula of Michigan. So we drove vans there and unloaded all our gear. Each of us had a heavy backpack with sleeping bags, cookware, food, clothes, other survival equipment. I was the one in charge of using our map to find our first campsite. Unfortunately, within like the first 20 minutes of the hike, it just began to downpour on us. Uh, at that moment, I knew this is, it was going to be a rough journey. But we made it to the site. Uh, We were all soaked and tired, but the place was very gorgeous, right next to a lake. Most of us ended up taking a very quick and very cold swim. Dinner was made over the fire that we had started. I think it was hot dogs, (laughs) of course. So once the darkness had hit, we hung the bear bag and tried to get some sleep. Keyword is tried. You think the sound of... So waves and the frogs and the crickets would lull you to sleep, but unfortunately, sleep was just not in the cards for us. I think we each got around like two hours of sleep, so in the morning we were very quiet and kind of grumpy, especially since we knew we had a lot of uphill walking to do. Uh, That day we got to Mirror Lake around one o'clock and set up camp nearby. Some of us were set up by the edge of the lake, and others were, I think, about a mile uphill, if I believe so. Now, this is the part of the trip I like to call my Bigfoot encounter. So, as we were setting up our tents, we started to notice a loud tapping noise echoing from across the lake. It sounded like somebody hitting a large stick on a tree. A few of us suggested that maybe it was another hiker using Morse code to get help or something like that. The tapping pattern was tap, pause, tap, tap, and then tap, pause, tap, pause, tap, if I remember correctly. So we ended up ignoring it and just going to the other campsite for dinner, which they couldn't hear it up there, uh, so it was quickly forgotten. We stayed until around 11 p.m. and headed back to the camp in the dark, When we got there, the mystery noise could still be heard, and it went on all night into the morning without stopping. By 9 a.m., we all just 
kind of had enough of it. So one of my fellow campers decided it would be best to call out to whatever was making the noise. I believe she shouted something about if the possible person needed help. Seconds later, the noise had stopped for good. (laughs) So now we did consider that it could be a woodpecker, but there's just no way. First of all, they don't come out at night. And second of all, the pattern of tapping was way too slow and deliberate. As for it being a human, hitting a tree with a large stick all night for many hours, yeah, it just doesn't really seem possible. And also, why did the noise stop as soon as we made our presence clear? So we just left the campsite with many unanswered questions. I don't know what it was, so I just blame it on Bigfoot. I don't know. (laughs) We ended up walking to a waterfall that day. I think most of us were really out of it from sleeping terribly for two nights in a row. Honestly, don't remember too much from that day. But uh, the next campsite we got to was also very beautiful. It was right next to another lake. Unfortunately, a few hours after setting up camp, a massive rainstorm had hit and we were just kind of all huddled around the fire, miserably eating soup and just getting absolutely soaked to the bone. It was really fun. (laughs) Uh, We had to go to sleep stripped down to our underwear. (laughs) Ah. Definitely a big bonding moment for us there. (laughs) By day five, our final day, that was probably one of my favorite days, I'd have to say. We were all just kind of, you know, sitting together by the campsite, uh, the campfire, and kind of just spent our time telling stories. Now, of course, nature was not done with us yet. As we sat by the fire, we noticed a very, very large black and white flying beetle. I mean, it was like nothing I'd ever seen. I don't know what species it was. Uh, I I wish I would have taken a picture of it or something. But said large beetle uh, flew right towards my open tent and proceeded to enter as if he owned it. We watched as it slowly landed on my sleeping bag. And the thing actually had the nerve to enter my sleeping bag. Well, there was no way I was letting a giant, terrifying demon beetle camp out in my sleeping bag. So I grabbed the bag and basically just whipped it around until the bug pops out. (laughs) And at this point, everyone is either screaming or just laughing. And... This beetle attempts to make a break for it, but he meets his untimely death when one of the guys just kind of stomps down on it, and he just holds his foot there, and we're like questioning, oh gosh, is it dead? Well, he removes his foot, and yeah, it's not dead. (laughs) Uh, The flying demon spawn just kind of flew right out of there like, a bat out of hell as soon as the guy lifted his foot (laughs) off the ground. Uh, I don't, again, I don't know what species it was. I really wish I could have gotten a picture, but it was black and white and it was very, very large. 
So the moral of the story is always close your tent flap or you may have a large demon beetle take up residence in your sleeping bag. And I'm pretty sure that that thing could, you know, pack a punch when it comes to biting. And I just kind of think about that. I'm like, you know, what if I didn't see that and I went to sleep that night and all of a sudden I just felt a bite on my toe or something. Yeah, that would have been bad. (laughs) But, uh, so we left the forest the next day and went to Pizza Hut for some actual real, you know, hot food. We practically kissed the dirty ground when we got in there. I have never craved pizza so much in my life. Overall, it was honestly a great experience. I'm still friends with a lot of those people, I've gotten, you know, really, really close to them from that trip. I recommend that everyone try backpacking at least once. kind of gives you a chance to really push your limits. Uh, And it's honestly very rewarding in the end, you know. Uh, That's all for today. Thanks for listening. has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new and meaningful ways.